complexion and a scruffy crop of wild blonde hair in which many pencils and woodland creatures had been lost. He didn't like girls, geography or killer robots. His favourite food was spaghetti bolognese with chips and his favourite animal was an ocelot. In other words, he was a pretty ordinary boy by our standards, but that was the problem. In a village where ordinary was thinking that eggs came from eggplants, Casper Candlewax was far from ordinary. The people of Corn on the Cob didn't like Casper because he was different. He could do joined-up handwriting. He knew his times tables. He even understood French. Those things scared the villagers, and so they either ignored Casper or blamed him for things. Casper twizzled a finger in his hair and looked out of the window. It was the dawn of summer. The sun was out, the flowers were in bloom, and the little lambs were frolicking in faraway grassy meadows like tiny frolicking flumps of wool in a massive salad. But Thursday afternoons meant double geography, and so summer would have to wait. No, class! squawked Mrs Snag, rapping the board rubber loudly on her desk, making a bang so shocking that little Teresa Louncher let out a terrified squeak. Casper watched his teacher, Mrs Snag, as she surveyed the classroom. She reminded Casper of a hedgehog in a flowery dress. She had little black beady eyes that were always watching you when you thought they weren't, and a voice like a fire alarm. Not even one of those new soothing fire alarms that play nice relaxing ditties about how great it'll be once you escape the burning building. Oh no. Mrs Snag's voice was like an old-fashioned screechy fire alarm that made your eardrums give up on hearing and apply for a job in your pancreas, where it's quieter and there's a better pension plan. She liked to fill in other people's crosswords with the wrong words in permanent pen. And she hated all boys, especially ones called Casper Candlewax. Now that Mrs Snag had the attention of the class, she continued, Today, instead of geography, we have got a very special art class. Now, I'm sure you're all awfully excited about the great Tiramisu's visit to our village tomorrow night. So, to celebrate, we'll be drawing pictures of him to put on the wall. Casper groaned. But for the rest of the children of Class 6, this announcement was about as exciting as disco dancing squirrels. Celebratory cheers rang out, fireworks were let off, and some small children were thrown into the air. Drawing instead of geography? This is better than Christmas, declared a buoyant Ted Treddington. Teresa Louncher was equally excited. I'm going to join with felt tips, she said. For Casper, life had reached its lowest possible point. Normally, drawing would be a brilliant replacement for any real schoolwork, but even the most sleepifyingly dull geography lesson seemed better than having to draw that wand-wielding, pizza-guzzling fop. The Great Tiramisu was all that anyone had talked about for weeks, and it was getting right on Casper's nerves. Yes, he could pull a badger out of a hat, but who couldn't? And of course he had once made the entire population of Norway disappear and reappear in Belgium, but who wants to see that anyway? Certainly not the Belgians. They didn't have enough space or waffles to go round. 
and the whole thing ended in quite a considerable war. Casper had seen the great tiramisu on TV. He was snooty, arrogant, and his hair was too shiny. He said things like, Mamma mia, and applauded himself after each magic trick. Everything from his long, swizzly moustache to his cheesy Italian accent annoyed Casper, almost enough to put him off a bowl of cheesy Italian spaghetti bolognese with chips. How could no one else see that? The villagers of Corn on the Cob loved the great tiramisu, like he was giving out free chocolate cake, and it just didn't make sense. Casper solemnly refused to spend the next two hours drawing someone he'd much rather spend the next two hours firing angry gerbils at with an angry gerbil gun. What's wrong, Casper? said the class bully and teacher's pet Anemone Blight, who was already...